All right, so we just talked all about your nutrition and habits and changes to the program. So now going into another one of your <laughs> nice, another one of your businesses that you're you're starting up is the uh, Jack Javelin program. So go give us a quick overview of Jack Jab, what it is, what you want out of it, and what you have plans for it in the future. Yeah, so Jack Javelin is essentially going to, I haven't even released it, like I haven't told really anyone that I'm doing it yet, so it's the first time I'm, Sneak I'm peek. saying it. Preview, yeah. baby. So I will be releasing, hopefully, uh, like right before Christmas, like December, going to be releasing a strength and conditioning program called Jack Javelin. Um, I think right now I'm trying to kind of basically go based on what like Gary Vee said, right? It's like, I think my first year in the, um, in the industry, I struggled to find that niche. And then I decided that eventually like, you know, the niche is just who I am, you know? And so I am a javelin thrower, javelin coach. I love lifting weights. I love nutrition. I run the nutrition program. I'm also a strength and conditioning coach. And I'm a javelin coach and athlete. So what I'm doing is essentially combining all of those aspects and I'm trying to help specifically overhead athletes become the most, you know, versatile versions of themselves in terms of strength and mobility and muscle mass and nutrition and um, just being super like tenacious and like not not being fragile essentially. Cause I think that a lot of, a lot of, there's a lot of speculation of like, Oh, like bench press is bad for you if you're a thrower because it's, you know, it makes you tight or it hurts your shoulders. Or, you know, some people will say that like, um, you know, some people put a lot of focus on the weight room, but then not enough on mobility. And then some people will put a lot of focus on the weight room, but then not enough into the diet. And so my whole thing is trying to just be as well-rounded as possible in all those areas. And so right now, since I have the online, like, you know, remote coaching for nutrition, this is a way for people that want to kind of pick my brain about um, what I have to offer in terms of mobility and arm care and strength and conditioning and just the strength program in general. This is where they'd be able to just buy this program and um, and run it and essentially have three months of progressive overload in terms of, um, not only strength, but mobility as well. And that's how, you know, the, that's how essentially the program is how I built my body to be the way it is now and to be 230 pounds and be able to do a sissy squat into a back bend, but also be able to bench 350 pounds and deadlift, you know, close to 600 pounds and, power clean over 300 pounds, but then also still, you know, sprint well and jump well and still have great external rotation in the shoulders and all that type of stuff. So this program is essentially just mapping out for, for my followers and whoever wants to dive into the program. That's just how I got to where I am in terms of mobility and strength. And, um, that's, what's really cool about that is because, you know, my, my main focus in terms of actually one-to-one -one co coaching or customized coaching is the nutrition piece. So that's where I'm going to be spending most of my time. But for those throwers who want a program, like a strength and conditioning program for me, I'll do a one-to-one -one program, but the price is much higher than what it will be if you just buy this program. And this program has everything mapped out for you. Um, 
with videos and demonstrations and the format of how it should be followed. And obviously I'll be answering questions and stuff about it on my page and kind of helping people troubleshoot as, as, as time goes on. But, um, I really want to save most of my time for the nutrition coaching and having that one to few or one to many group call setting and the custom programming and the constant communication with nutrition. But then with the program, I want the program to be like the, you know, a popular javelin specific or thrower specific program of, you know, for, for throwers who want to get big and get strong, but also stay very mobile. Um, and you know, just kind of establish that out there and, and kind of attack that the overhead athlete niche. Um, and then obviously like anyone else who wants to run it as well, obviously you can run it to be a, you know, overall better athlete. But, um, a lot of what I put in there is to specifically target a lot of what throwers need. How many weeks is it? 12. It's 12 weeks. Yeah. Nice. So three months, three months. Yep. Fire. Yeah. So the lifting is going to be four weeks each with the, with the lifting program and then the um the mobile as well as the mobility the mobility will get progressively harder each month as well so four weeks of mobility four weeks of strength and then it switches and just gets more difficult or the variation switches or it's like you know, three phases yeah three phases and then but then the um the medicine balls and like the jumping stuff all like the potentiation aspect changes every two weeks so it like starts with like a kneeling med ball slam and then goes to standing and then goes to three step and then go to counter movement and then go to like whatever mm -hmm. same thing with jumping we'll start with like you know start with like single broad jump and then double and double then and then triple <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that's that's how i go about programming too i do every three weeks just because i have add when it comes to training i yeah. feel like it's hard for me to stay on a, like this doing the same exact thing all the time i know that's pretty much how you have to like how i have to go about yeah, it yeah my issue with that is that like a lot of times week one you're just trying to see where you're at and yeah. like just try to walk through the program because it's new so then a lot of times week one i feel like for me when i follow programs like my first week i'm trying to just establish a baseline and then i don't want like week two and then then by the time week two be like all right word that was difficult and then week three like all right cool we did did well there and then you're just done and then you have to switch to something else so mm. That's personally why I like to do four weeks is because that first week is meant to kind of just establish a baseline, see where you're at, learn everything, um, and then, you know, get better at it. And then you have three weeks to really, like, get better at it, and then the fourth week you're crushing it. And then phase two starts, week one again is kind of like, not a deload, but you're just trying to establish a baseline again. It's kind of like an inner, like interwoven deload. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that first week's always like that intro trial week, feel everything out see what you can and can't do with like the gym space that you have available. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like trying to just troubleshoot stuff. Yeah. That's why I have, um, my cousin is running it right now. It's like a trial and error thing. And, um, he's, he was like, dude, like it was, it was long. <laughs> it was like, I, there's no way I can finish this. And like, cause you know, he, he, he's crazy. He literally will, he commutes from central Connecticut to Manhattan for work. Oh my God. And, and so he's like on the train like three hours a day and then he's there at work eight hours a day and then he tries to work out for like an hour and a half at night and he like couldn't even finish it. But I'm going to address how to like kind of troubleshoot those issues with the time constraints because like 
like I said, when I was doing the deep dive and trying to figure everything out and how I got to be where I'm at now, it was like three hours a day. So like in this program, it, it is long. Like it's going to be two hours at like probably for most people. Yeah. And like, if you're trying to like walk around the gym and try to figure out like how to run the program, like you're looking at the, if you're looking at the program for the first time, like when you walk into the gym, it's going to be even harder because then you have to stop and watch the videos and then try to, like you said, like troubleshoot the equipment. Like, Oh, do you have a sled? No, you don't. Like, what should I do instead? That type of stuff. Like where you kind of got to have to study it a little bit before, but that's where, that's where the introduction and the videos and the YouTube, all that comes into play. It's like, mm -hmm. it's meant to be like that. I am coaching you one-on-one, -on -one, but it's going to be able to be dispersed to, you know, thousands of people. Yeah. That's sweet. That's kind of how like I have my program coming out tomorrow. But it's like, I don't know if Project Hitman. <laughs> no. Code name Hitman. You love messing up the names of programs. Like hypertrophy <laughs> protocol clusters, HPC. But um yeah, it's that's why I tried to implement like that data, like that video database. And like I know you've posted you've taken a video for almost everything yeah. in the program. And not for me, like not everything has a video. Yeah. Like I tried to. I got like barbell back squat. I'm doing just the bar. Yeah, and like, <laughs> like for me, like I didn't feel like wasting my time doing the workouts that are like self-explanatory. It was like over deliver. Yeah, over deliver. But like, like, I did the workouts. That I'm like, all right, there's no way, no one know, like no anyone knows what this is unless I have the video for it. Yeah. Like you, you like Google like the med ball sit-ups that we do. We do them a very specific way. What like about had, the plate sit-ups? The plate crunches. Yeah, that too. Like everything has like, like what we name stuff could be taken like 10 different ways. So yeah. I tried to find those exercises because I had Sansone run, Codename Hitman for yeah, the first yeah. six weeks. Well, that's like even with me, like when I taught Nevin and Jordan stuff like three years ago, I taught them like on the same exercise, like but under a different name. Mm -hmm. And then now I have like the new group of freshmen started and it's like, I'm teaching them like something. I'm calling it a different name now, a name that like makes more sense. And they're looking at me and they're like, you're like what and i'm like oh it's like this and they're like oh okay <laughs> yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah like there's like there's one exercise can have like five to ten different names for it you just that's why the video database is just adding value to it too yeah that's like the um the hop thing that i do the barefoot hop and i called it the moving skater jump yeah and then you're like it's an extensive one hop hiding <laughs> yeah i mean I don't, that's just what i call it like it doesn't like, yeah there's so cressy's when i worked at cressy's for um the six months that was the biggest struggle, like day one, because what they do for the internship program is they just throw you into the fire. Yeah. Like they give you curriculum to study before you get onto the floor for a couple weeks prior. But I remember day one, I'm supposed to be shadowing one of the coaches for this new client. The coach just wasn't there. <laughs> so I was I was taking him through his program and I'm looking at just the warm up sheet. And I'm like, I have no idea what any of these exercises are. Like I've, like, I've been working out for like what was it, like eight years at this point it's like i've never seen any of this <laughs> yeah i kept bothering this what about that one time too you were shadowing one of my guys and like i had like a whole arm yeah bro thing. i had no yeah it was, it was like, like scorpion with er liftoff or something. <laughs> i was like bro i don't know like let me ask dad it was like all over again yeah yeah but it's like, so funny yeah but like, if you have questions obviously like i said in my program like you can either dm me or uh Email me. Yeah, my DMs are full, so email only. Email, <laughs> email <kidding>. only. <laughs> once but, you hit five k, you'll understand. And when I get, like, yeah, once I finally hit five k, <laughs> yeah, I, I have that clout like you. But yeah, that's uh, like there's gonna 
I'm expecting questions. Like I tried to answer yeah. as many as I could, so there wasn't that many. But I'm sure I've missed yeah. like a couple here and there. The other thing too that I think is cool about the program is uh, because of Nareesh Chopra, who's been a very successful Indian javelin thrower the last three years. He's I think won the world championships twice and won the Olympics once. Um, in the last three years, he's been just like undoubtedly the the best guy the past few years. And so he's made javelin like blow up in India. So like, like a third of my followers are Indian guys, uh, Indian guys like DMing me, like asking for advice. And even when I'll post on my, my story, like email me for like a technique breakdown. It's like half of them are Indian guys. And there's obviously a little bit of a language barrier there too. So like, so like hopping on a consultation with them and like trying to communicate that and get the card number and like get a, like a customized program for them would be like damn near impossible yeah. right now. So like, this is another cool thing is like, they just buy the program now and like, you know, use that as their resource to get coaching from me at a much cheaper price, but then also not have to worry about the language barrier. They could just take the program and put it into Google translate. Um, so I think that's another cool thing too, um, about, about the online programs. So. Yeah. I like that. I was going to ask about that language barrier. Cause that's definitely like, yeah. Something that's gonna be very difficult to overcome because like, I can't. I don't. I only know English barely. <laughs> so as a question, I had a DM ask me a question just full Spanish. I'm like, Lo siento, uh, hablo in, hablo español un poco, like English question mark. And they're like, just spam something in Spanish. I was like, all right, Google Translate now. Yeah, right. Like I guess I guess they don't know English. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, I think that. Um... I think that a big goal with the Jack Javelin too is is to just have have a product of my name as well and, and continue to grow Javelin, the Javelin community into like a private sector uh, coaching platform. Because right now it's it's very limited in high schools. Like, yeah. you know, they, I think there's only like 17 or 18 states in the country that allow Javelin at the high school level. And then even in like Connecticut where the... Um, even in Connecticut where it, it is an event in high school, there's very limited javelin coaching and um, you really only get javelin coaching at like the collegiate level. And there's not too many that are in the private sector and stuff. So like you obviously have like Kevin Foster and like the javelin breakdown and stuff like that, who have like their online remote programs, but there's uh there's not too many that like work for a private sector gym. And I think like, like I talked about, like kind of having that entrepreneurship of like me, yeah, I'm like running the nutrition program, like under upward and like running the like Jack Javelin, like business essentially, like under upward as well. Like kind of having those two um, is like, you know, helping me out a lot professionally, but also um, I want it to serve a lot of people one day and to be able to have that platform at like a private sector business, I think is, is cool because you don't really have that too many um, gyms like ours. Yeah. It's extremely unique. There's not, I I don't, I'm not aware of really any gyms that are just javelin specific. Yeah. I know you got, you got like garage strength in Pennsylvania. They, um, they have like a really, really well known YouTube channel and Instagram channel. And they have like a throws throws university is based out of that gym. That's like the only one that I know of. Yeah, there's, so there's tons for baseball. Yeah, so I think that would be really cool to like have something like that one day, like through Upward, even like host a meet one day or something, and just 
continue to do that stuff, but it's all stepping stones. And like right now with it being in the start upward, being in the startup phase still, and us just trying to like establish the name and our core services, like this is, you know, going to be hopefully like something that I could continue to develop down the road. Cause there's a, there's a need for it and there's a demand. And, um, you know, I think that help having it become more mainstream will make more people want to throw javelin or, or do the throwing events in general, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's definitely a big goal of mine one day. Yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Any other closing remarks for this episode of what we want to touch up on nutrition and javelin? Um, no, it's pretty much it. I would just say that, you know, I'm just excited for what the future holds. And I think it's really cool for us both to look back at where we started at upward, like a little bit over a year ago and kind of like see where we are now and having like a much more clear vision of like, all right, this is what we want to do. Cause I think that, like I was telling you, I struggled to find that niche at the beginning um, and trying to figure out like, well, how am I going to do like nutrition and train gen pop clients at the gym and coach javelin? Like at Southern, how is it all going to come together? Because I felt like it was three completely different things mm-hmm. at one point. And um, now it's just, as I've been continuing to go, it's been all coming together piece by piece of being like, okay, now it's like, you know, physical preparedness for overhead athletes is like what I'm completely like going into now and just using myself as an example, but then also all the athletes that I'm working with as well. So it's just been kind of cool to see that vivid vision. Come yeah, I knew, as soon as you said vision, I knew you were going to laugh about the vivid. I really tried to keep that stoic face, but I knew vivid vision was going to be a joke. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's it. That's episode two. I'm Coach Brett. Coach Dan. Thanks for listening. See you guys next time. Peace.